Hi, I'm Tamina, gender equality activist and sales professional at a global technology company. When I graduated from college in 2017, I was struggling to figure out how adulting works. School did not properly prepare me for some of the most basic things that my young professional life would eventually throw at me. If this sounds familiar, please join me on this journey to empower young women who are, just like myself, still in search of a fulfilling, purpose-driven life. Welcome to FemHive. Hi, everyone. Before we dive into this week's episode, I have some super exciting news to share. I've been waiting to make this announcement for such a long time now, so I'm absolutely thrilled to share that the FemHive Personal Finances 101 for Young Professionals ebook has officially launched. After I graduated from college in 2017, I had absolutely no clue how to save or to invest. I had to teach myself and trial and error. It was so frustrating and I still cannot believe we didn't learn this in school. So this ebook contains the experience and wisdom I have been accumulating for more than two years. In this ebook, I share my exact formula of how I was able to save more than $50,000 in only two years on a moderate five-figure salary. I share how I was able to complete changed my mindset around money, which has now enabled me to be on track to become a multimillionaire. I'm super transparent with how much I made and how much I was contributing towards savings, retirement, and other types of investments. This ebook also gives you guidance on how to figure out what you want your money to enable you to do. It gives a real-life breakdown of how you can implement my infamous 35-20-20-20 rule. The ebook also includes a payday checklist and guidance on what to focus on first when you're just starting to think about your personal finances. It provides you with an overview of the different types of investments that are available, but most importantly, the ebook teaches you how to change your money mindset so saving, investing, and spending money can actually become fun. Trust me, this is actually possible. If you want to take control of your financial future because you've been procrastinating for too long and if you want to create a world for yourself and your loved ones in which you don't have to worry about your personal finances anymore then the personal finances 101 for young professionals ebook is absolutely for you. Head over to shop.femhive.com to claim your copy today and please let me know what you think once you have read it by tagging me or sending me a message on Instagram. Happy reading. And now let's dive into this week's episode. Enjoy. Hi, ladies, and welcome back to the FemHive podcast. I am back with another solo episode this week. I hope you've been enjoying them. Please let me know what you think um, so I know if I should record more of those or um, record more interviews with amazing female guests. Just let me know. Would love to hear from you. You could just message me on Instagram or LinkedIn. Um, would really appreciate your feedback. So how to prepare for performance reviews. That's what I'm going to talk about today. And it's a topic that I think is, first of all, super underrated and not a lot of people talk about it. But I think it is really important to talk about that when you are a working professional. And yet again, something that I felt like nobody cared to teach me when I was in school and I just had to teach myself and and learn along the way. So that's why I want to share this with you today, because I wish I had known about this um, much earlier at the start of my career. 
Um, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. All right. So let me ask you a question. Does preparing for your performance review seem like something you always do very last minute without any strategic preparation? Well, it sure used to feel that way for me because especially when I started to think about my performance reviews a few days before, you know, my self-evaluation was due, I was never able to remember what exactly I had achieved over the past six months and even though it was a lot I've just felt too overwhelmed to even like think about everything so I just like went through that self-evaluation rather like quickly and was just okay I think I achieved expectations in all of these areas I didn't do like amazingly but I also you know didn't do poorly so uh, just like rating myself like on average I would say And I think looking back, I certainly like missed out on potentially having received a higher performance rating. And especially when people are up for promotions or hiring managers or interviewing people, they can certainly look into the system and and check um, previous performance reviews. So I think it's really important for you to put your best version of yourself um, forward and also have that written down so you have that in the system. But what was the problem for me is that I just didn't have a strategic process in place that allowed me to keep track of all of my accomplishments. And I'm sure that a lot of you can relate. Um, But maybe before we dive into my specific process that I've now established over time, let's again like look at the question, why is it so important to actually prepare for those conversations and reviews in the first place? Well, short answer it significantly increases your chances of receiving a higher performance review rating. And second of all, that can then eventually lead to getting promoted faster. So it's really a no-brainer. And for me personally, another benefit um, of coming prepared to those conversations is that it significantly increases your self-confidence because you actually start to keep track of all your accomplishments and you start establishing that mindset. So it becomes easier and easier. And once you've actually accomplished something, you're like, oh yeah, right. I need I need to note that down. I need to like save that for the future so I can share that with with um, senior management and with my manager. So for for me, it was really important to to come up with a strategic process um, that first of all, it doesn't take a lot of time because I'll have a lot of things on my plate so I don't need another like extensive item on my to-do list but it is important because it allows you to have more leverage in front of your manager when those performance review conversations are actually happening on a biannual basis usually and look don't get me wrong just because you prepare really well for your performance review conversation doesn't mean that you can just be a slacker. (laughs) You still have to put in the work, but being the world's most amazing employee won't bring you far if your manager and any potential hiring managers don't know how amazing you actually are because you are unable to properly communicate it in those moments when it matters most. 
And think of it also as a great practice for preparing for future interviews because they oftentimes ask you about accomplishments that you're most proud of or anything where you've had an impact. So getting into the habit of actually talking about your accomplishments, I think it's really important. And please, I know this can be more common among women. Um, Talking about accomplishments and listing accomplishments, it's not bragging if it's based on facts. You might have seen me post about that on Instagram, but this is something I'm so passionate about. Um, you know, as women in society, unfortunately, we are not encouraged to to self-promote. But if we don't do that, chances are pretty high that we're going to be left behind our self-promoting peers, which are oftentimes men. And therefore, it's it's so, so important to actually start talking about it. I mean, this could probably fill a whole other episode to talk about self-promotion. And let me know if you actually want an additional episode of self-promotion, because I can certainly talk about that for ages. And um, But yeah, don't want to go off uh, a tangent there. But just, you know, to summarize, it is very important to self-promote and to to track and, and, and communicate your accomplishments. Anyway. After I started implementing a more strategic uh, and get easy process, I was able to go from receiving an achieved expectations performance rating to reaching an exceeded expectations performance review only six months later. And then fast forward another seven months and I landed a big promotion that allowed me to join a new team as the most junior person by, gosh, like like at least five years, I would say. Um, So a lot of very experienced folks there. Um, So that's two promotions and a 60% salary increase over the course of only 13 months. One, three. Um, And I want the same for you. And preparing for your performance review conversations is definitely like one puzzle piece I would say and again for me personally it also helped with the preparation of my interviews that I had afterwards Um, so generally the approach that I'm following is a three-step approach where I look at it from a six-month perspective a one-month perspective and a one-week perspective so um, there's certain things you should do a couple of months ahead of time, then one month ahead of time, and then the week leading up to the next performance review conversation or whenever your self-evaluation is due. So what you should do about half a year before your next performance review. I recommend that you set up a working doc. It can be you know, Google Doc, OneNote, really anything that's easily accessible. Probably best to have it somewhere in the cloud. <laughs> And every time you've accomplished something that you're proud of, just drop it in the doc. Literally, just brain dump it there. It doesn't have to look pretty. It doesn't have to sound super polished just yet. Just just drop it there and leave it. And over time, that document will start to fill up and, and it's going to be beautiful in the end. So that's step one. Step two is um, I recommend that you create an email folder in Outlook or whatever email manager application that you use to start collecting testimonials, shout outs, any sort of positive feedback that you get from people such as clients, customers, internal stakeholders that you engage with um, very frequently, peers, management, you know, just drag and drop 
everything in one folder. Again, doesn't take a lot of time, literally just drag and drop and like you're gonna look at it at a later point. Then there's actually an advanced hack that I started implementing um, a, a while ago um, that one of the workshop attendees for one of the personal development workshops that I hosted for my company in the past, um, they brought that idea up and I loved it so much. So what they recommended is to put in a five-minute calendar block at the end of each day, you know, like 5.30, 6 p.m. or whenever you're, you're, you're done with work. And then you just spend a few minutes writing down bullet points of what you have accomplished that day and just hit save. Again, doesn't have to look pretty. Just a few bullet points can take a minute, can take two minutes. Really don't look at it as another like to-do item on your on your long to-do list. Just like look at it as an investment in yourself and in your professional future. And then to go even a step further, um, I recommend that then every two to four weeks and you can you know agree on a proper cadence with your manager on that you then summarize everything that you have um, written in those bullet points over the past two to four weeks and write a nice email to your manager where you summarize what you've been up to. And um, especially the things that you've been up to outside of your core role, I think, are worth mentioning there. So for me, for example, I actually just received a nice shout out for the FemHive podcast, uh, which is wonderful um, because when I joined my current employer in a few years ago, like two and a half years at this point, crazy time flies, I joined through the business leadership program, which is a rotational program for recent college graduates. And they're really focused on building a community around the business leadership program. So there is, you know, like a LinkedIn group that we have, there is a there is an email list serve and uh, there is um, newsletters for the global alumni community. So in the most recent edition of the global alumni newsletter, I was featured with FemHive. And that was really awesome because it's a pretty big community at this point. Um, so I took a screenshot of the shout out and uh, made sure to to highlight that in my summary um, for my manager that I send him now every like two to three weeks. And the feedback was really positive. He was really excited. Now you might ask, oh, but Tamina, like, why is that actually important? My manager should actually know what I'm up to on a daily basis. Well, I have to disappoint you, I'm afraid, because contrary to popular belief, most managers have absolutely no clue what their direct reports are up to on a daily basis, especially when they have multiple people reporting into them. Um, <laughs> even like the person who, who, who was a workshop attendee that recommended, you know, uh, implementing that five minute calendar block trick. She's a manager herself and she confirmed that it's really difficult to keep track of what everyone on her team is doing. So she wishes that 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 her direct reports were keeping her up to date by sending her like frequent email updates. So that's kind of the idea behind it. And you know, thinking ahead to your to your next performance review conversation, keeping your manager constantly informed will also help you prime them in the months leading up to the next performance review so they're already, you know, in a really positive mindset when they think about you. And that's likely gonna increase your chances of of having a positive performance review rating in the end as well. All right, so that's like six months uh, leading up to the performance review. Then fast forward 
one month before. One month before, I would suggest that you proactively reach out to peers or clients, management, any anyone who can really like uh, provide some some positive feedback again. So um, ask them if they can write like a short written testimonial that you can then either attach to your self evaluation or uh, print out or send to your manager via email. So that's what what I definitely recommend because it's always great for managers to see that you know you can actually back up your accomplishments and 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 all your statements with feedback from other people that actually align with what you're putting forth in your self evaluation so that automatically then adds a lot of credibility to your overall self evaluation so definitely recommend that and then you should also start putting some order to all the bullet points in your working doc and the emails you have saved in your um, testimonial folder. That's definitely something you should start ahead of time so you're not too stressed out the, the days leading up to, to the deadline. And then one week before, I suggest you finalize your list, you know, rank them by importance collect final feedback from peers and other stakeholders who had promised you a uh, a testimonial and then try to also quantify your accomplishments as much as possible so you can really show your impact that's something that a lot of companies and managers really care about that you add some numbers just so they have better understanding of of the overall impact that you've had so for example if you hosted an event let them know how many people attended that event was it 10 people was it 100 people or a thousand people you know that that's gonna make a big difference at the end of the day so so try to quantify your accomplishments there and then if possible also try to align your accomplishments with your company's values uh, business priorities or if available um, the key pillars that your company is using to evaluate their employees against. So kind of depends um, whether or not your company has something like that. Um, you might not be aware that it actually exists. So if your team members or manager are not aware, maybe reach out to HR. Um, they usually have a template or a guide on that that could certainly make your job a lot easier and, and that could also help you you know, frame your accomplishments based on also the jargon that uh, your company is using and kind of like the, the, the company pillars and, and values. I've certainly found that really useful. So for us uh, and my company, it's uh, leadership leverage and results, for example, and that's what, what uh, our managers use to to evaluate us. And then once you have set all of that up, you will really walk into your performance review conversation with a lot of confidence and an extensive list to back up your stellar performance from the past six months. And um, I think this is really a great way to to um, put forth the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. And I think your your manager will also certainly appreciate that because I think one of the best pieces of advice that I've been given is... <laughs> always try to make your manager look good in front of their manager. And if you can show to your manager the impact that you've had, they can then pass that on to their manager and be, oh, look, like this person on my team, I coached them so well that they were able to receive these awards and achieve that and got a shout out there. And like this customer said these amazing things about them. Um, 
So at the end of the day, it's a win-win situation. If you're doing well, your manager is likely doing well. Um, so definitely make sure you invest some time there. So yeah, I hope this was helpful to you. Um, would love to get some feedback if you've started implementing uh, any of these uh, recommendations or pieces of advice. Would love to hear from you. Just send me a message on Instagram or on LinkedIn. And if you want to access a summary of everything that I've mentioned today, do not worry. I do have a performance review checklist on our website that you can access for free. So all you have to do is visit femhive.com forward slash performance dash review dash checklist. Let me repeat that. Femhive, all in one word, dot com forward slash performance dash review dash checklist. And that concludes our show. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Since this podcast is a free resource to you all, I would really appreciate it so much if you left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and shared FemHive with all the women in your life. The more reviews, subscribers, and downloads we have, the more amazing guests I'm able to invite and the more value I can give back to you. So trust me, this is in your own best interest. I would also love to hear your key takeaways from this episode. So please tag me on Instagram or DM me and follow fem.hive for more adulting tips and inspirational content for female young professionals. Make sure to also check out femhive.com for more valuable resources. I hope you tune in again next week. Until then, take care, ladies.